We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, you're listening to The Mark Milton Show with The Smash, <clears throat> broadcasting live today from the Miller Furniture Studios, presented by STLTaxLayer.com. We are taking questions from the audience via text, phone call, and email. We've received a few via email already. Uh, if you want to call or text in your tax question, you can do that to 855-282-8255. Is that right, Dave? You're owning it, Mark. I'm on top of it. It's also... 855 Cub Talk is the, I don't know what you call that when a phone number spells out words. Cub Talk? Cub Talk. That's just what it happens to be. Somebody figured that out. Oh, really? A listener of the morning after figured that out at some point. Okay. And so now you can text or call 855 Cub Talk or 282-8255. We do have an email question here right. uh, that was sent to mark.milton at stltaxlawyer.com. It says, this is Barry in Ohio. We got a listener in the Buckeye State. Nice. He says... As Joe Biden continues his war on energy, causing gas prices to rise across this nation, sounds kind of disgruntled, is there any possibility that the IRS would amend their standard mileage rate for 2021 to something more generous than 56 cents a mile? That's good. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Mm -hmm. That's Barry in Ohio. Mm -hmm. So every year the IRS adjusts the mileage rate if you're going to claim mileage as a business expense, um, and they look at various studies trends etc to come up with that mileage rate so and it's it's pretty well set in stone for 2021 once they make that decision now as a business owner or you know if you're self-employed you don't have to take mileage you can actually take the actual vehicle expenses that you have that are related to business so uh if you have fuel let's say you have a you know you drive an f-150 for example your fuel costs, your your maintenance costs are going to be much more significant right. than fifty six cents a mile, yeah. and so it, your option then is to claim actual fuel receipts, repairs, mileage, uh, excuse me, maintenance, um, you know, things, insurance, mm-hmm. things like that. Whereas the mileage is is you know, if you're taking that, that's supposed to encompass sort of all those mm. all those different costs. So mileage is is easier for a lot of people to come up with a number. Um, and they do that in a lot of different ways. There was a follow. He actually followed up and asked, you know, is there a good way for tracking mileage? And there are, there are, you know, third party apps out there that allow you to track your your movements and mm-hmm. your locations. Um, Mile IQ is one of them I know of that that allows you to do that. Um, what I typically do is, you know, I I try to keep more of a, a my own log, whether that be through a calendar where yeah. you can track. You know where you that, are. Uh, new invention, paper and pencil. Paper and pencil, yes. or Outlook. You know, a calendar. If you that ever had good. to, yeah. you know, go back and prove that you actually right. drove the miles you did. Um, a lot of times, the IRS. I mean, I've dealt with many audits. I've handled many audits for taxpayers, and mileage often does come up. Um, but most of the time, if it's only you know sort of out, you know, excessive, with or at least what the IRS would perceive as excessive mileage, uh, would they you know really drill down yeah. on that and try to get substantiation i mean typically you know if you're driving 8 10 12,000 miles for business that's probably more in the reasonable range mm-hmm. versus you know if you've got 20 30 40,000 miles on there that might draw a little more scrutiny how about this guy from creve core mike meredith is his name he drove three hours to go get his covid shot three hours back he wants 126 dollars in mileage from the government of missouri do you think you might get that? I don't know about that. I haven't seen that story. I mean, he could he could 
uh, on your taxes if you if you itemize and you claim medical expenses yeah. and your and your uh, your medical expenses are high enough to be able to claim them, you can claim miles um, driven uh, for oh, really? for medical really? purposes. Correct. All Same right. with charity. If you're if you're driving miles to to yep. you know help with <clears throat> charitable causes, you can also deduct that. But again, it's only if you itemize on your mm-hmm. on your schedule A. Um, and this, you know, Barry in Ohio brings up Biden. I, I got to bring it up. I mean, his press conference this week. Did you, did I you catch, I did. did you catch any of that? I did. I, you know, in a way it's kind of like, okay, you know, we're trying to start something new. And at the same time, you feel sorry for the guy in a way because he ain't sharp. Yeah. It's, it's hard to watch. He's not sharp. And the media, but the problem is, you know, the media just kind of lets him off the hook. They yeah. don't, they don't really press him or challenge right. him. And everything's, you know, everything's Trump's fault. Now, I mean, Trump did that too. Trump would blame Obama for sure. anything that he didn't want to take responsibility for. Um, but with Biden, I mean, a lot of it's just sort of disingenuous to act like, you know, Trump's responsible for the increase in border crossings. Yeah. Well, that's just not true. I mean, border crossings were way down. The uh, He was building the wall. I mean, yeah. he, was, he was doing everything he could to dissuade people from coming across. Versus the Biden-Harris administration, you know, basically inviting people to come, telling them, you know, we don't believe in the wall. We believe mm-hmm. that uh, the Border Patrol is... is um, we believe uh, in a big-ass border crisis sh- that's going on right now. That's well, right, what and that's in. what I'm saying. They didn't really press them on that. It sounds like we have a caller, Dave. Yeah, we got Ted, I guess. One hour from 9 to 10 isn't good enough on Sunday morning, so wants to join us right here, Teddy Williams. T- Ted, welcome to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash. How, how, Hi Mark, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. Like Dave said, I'm I'm usually part of the soccer show. Oh, awesome! Been, uh, podcasting, podcasting Great. our episodes lately. But uh, I had a question about my daughter's tax nexus in the city of St. Louis. Oh, interesting. Okay. She spent she spent a entire year in Muncie, Indiana. Stomp smashes old stomping grounds. Yep, yep, yep. Home of Ball State. At, yep. at, at Ball State, so she had a she had a, a year lease. She went to school, and she spent the summer there, and she worked on campus, and had earnings. Okay, she paid local county tax on those earnings, but she keeps getting a letter from the city of St. Louis, where we reside, asking her why she didn't file a city tax return mm-hmm. do i even reply do i even reply to that and tell them that she they don't she didn't have any nexus in the city of st louis during that year or do i just continue to uh file it in file 13 well so what you'd want to do you, you don't want to just not respond um number one number two if, if she was truly a resident of indiana and, and for tax year 2020 then you know, you should explain that and explain that she was not a resident of St. Louis City. And the only reason the city of St. Louis can impose an earnings tax is if they believe someone is a is a city resident. But, um, you know, the other thing to consider is she's probably filing her her federal tax return using her St. Louis City address, your address, I'm guessing. A lot of people do that sort yeah. of as a as a permanent address. They right. use their parents' address. Right. Yes. So what happens then is the IRS... It actually shares information. They share data with state and local taxing authorities. So all they're seeing is, well, this person is claiming a St. Louis city zip code as their address, you know, when they're reporting their income to the IRS, therefore, you know, she should be subject to the earnings tax. So it should be 
as easy as, you know, a, a letter explaining that, uh, uh, you know, she uses her parents' address, which is located in the city, as her permanent address. However, she was a resident of Indiana for the entire state or for the entire year, and she's not subject, to, and therefore she's not subject to the earnings tax. You know, you could cite city ordinance 5.22.020, uh, which clearly states that the earnings tax can only uh, be levied against uh, a city resident and or a non-resident performing work in the city. And it sounds like she was neither of those. Right. Okay. I, I, I'll next time they send me a notice that she didn't file. They're not. They're not saying that she owes anything. They're just. They just keep bouncing it back with their computer system, saying, "Hey, we didn't get a 2018 return or whatever year it was. I can't remember now." Sure. So, no. Uh, no. Yeah. I, it, ha- it happens a lot. It. I mean, they they uh, they have a lot of automated notices that go out, and um, sometimes there'll be a person's name on the on the notice with an email address. You can always you know try to email them as well. Sure, I got one more thing. Okay. I'm smash, smash. I'm digging the smash. I'm a Mark <laughs> show. You guys are great. Thanks. Appreciate Thanks, it, Dad. Appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for calling. STLtaxlawyer.com. That's why you get hold of this guy here. He knows right. stuff. You're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the smash. Again, broadcasting live today from the Miller Furniture Studios. This is our only second live broadcast that we've had. We usually record, pre-record. and yeah, uh, I like it live. And, do, you know, air it on the weekends the reason we are doing this live actually ironically is because i was in jefferson city on thursday testifying before the senate ways and means committee about the st louis earnings tax and what they're doing to unlawfully unconstitutionally tax non-residents who've been teleworking Mm -hmm. you know since this pandemic started because Ah, the city is taking a position which they've never taken before which is that they can tax non-residents so that'd be an illinois resident st louis county st charles resident on their income, um, maybe they they have a St. Louis City-based employer, but they're saying we can still tax them even though they're teleworking and not physically physically located yeah. in the city, and they're not refund issuing refunds this year. Uh, they actually took what I consider to be a uh, just an outrageous step to change the refund form itself to say uh, we used to give you we used to just let you state the number of days you worked outside the city. Now, we're not going to allow you to just state the number of days. It has to be days you spent traveling for business, meeting with clients, et cetera. Mm. It cannot include teleworking days. They've never made that uh, distinction previously. Now, after listening to you and your expertise, now I understand why Lyda Cruson's getting out. She don't know this stuff. <laughs> well, and this she is, don't know this stuff. This is huge dollars. So it's about the earnings tax is about a third of the city's budget. Right. Yeah. And I've read studies that say the amount they collect, I think last year was about $180 million. So that, so, and, and of that 180 million, 75% is, is derived from non-residents, which is more million? of an indictment of how far the city of popula- the city's population has fallen. Right. They rely so heavily on their taxing of non-residents, yeah. people who, you know, commute in from Illinois, from St. Louis County or whatever it may be. What do you think they're doing with that one hundred eighty million dollars? Uh, ain't filling no potholes, I tell you that. Uh, right. I mean, the city services I know are are, are an issue. Um, I don't know. I mean, they just got five hundred million from the the latest COVID relief. So you know, my my suggestion would be stop treating people unfairly and unconstitutionally and issue them refunds if they didn't work in the city, because the earnings the earnings tax ordinance specifically uses the language in the city. It doesn't say 
derived from. It doesn't say arising out of. It says in the city. And the reason that is is because, like we talked about with our last caller, I mean, there's something called nexus jurisdiction. Um, and if somebody's not physically there, then you don't have a right to tax them. And now the city's going to say, well, you're remoting in. You know, your paychecks are being processed from the city. It's like, well, does that mean that if Chase Bank, if I work for Chase Bank in New York City, who's headquartered there, yeah. and I, but I live in St. Louis County, Bunch of I can't be up. subject to a New York City income tax because of that. That's right. And also, it, it it it's contrary to the way they've done it in the past. Yeah. So the only reason they changed it is because they're out of money and they're scared. There's no basis in law for them changing it. STL taught stltaxlawyer.com when i come back in the next life i want you to be my dad <laughs> uh all right we got another email here on the mark oh, show continuing. Let's with go. the smash um let's go this is from chester <clears throat> in st louis county appears um chester says i saw that the irs has extended the deadline to file from april 15th do you know when the new deadline is also is that an extension to pay and if it is an extension to pay, can you still make 2020 contributions to fund things like H HSAs and IRAs after April 15th, but before the new filing deadline? So wow. the new deadline to file and to pay is May 17th. Yep. They gave us basically an extra month. Uh, the 17th, I believe, is a Monday. Um, and as Chester points out, it it is a extension not only to file, but also to pay, which is important because most people, when they file an extension, uh, in normal years, to give them until October to file, yeah. that's not an extension to pay. They still have to make an estimated payment before April 15th um, in order to stay current on their uh, really? on their taxes. It's just an extension to file. As far as the uh, funding of HSAs and IRAs, so typically you have until April 15th to make a, a tax-deductible contribution to an IRA or an HSA. Mm -hmm. The IRS has not issued guidance on whether or not they're allowing you to do that until May 17th. Um, however, I will say uh, my my guess, and this is an educated guess based on prior experiences, that they, they would still honor that if you made those contributions prior to, to May 17th, since that is the new filing and, and payment deadline. But they've not come out and explicitly, explicitly issued guidance on that. And to be fair, I mean, the IRS is completely overwhelmed right now. Yeah, I mean, they, every time we do these COVID relief bills, they get tasked with doing it. They're the ones who have to generate the refunds and, you know, deal with all that. Yeah. So it's understandable that, and, and keep in mind, a lot of their people are working from home and, and doing all this. And so um, I, I actually, I mean, they haven't announced this yet. I saw the uh, the uh, the CPA Society, some some national CPA group, was, was pushing them to extend it actually until June 15th, um, which they've not done yet. It's still May 17th. Um, but another thing to keep in mind is, they have not extended the deadline for 2021 estimated payments. So even though your 2020 taxes are are not due until May 17th, you still would need to make an estimated payment for 2021 for the first quarter by, the by April 15th. So it's kind of tricky because if you haven't gotten your taxes done, you're not necessarily sure what you should make as far as estimated payments. But what happens if you went to Chicago with a bunch of buddies and you lost that quarterly payment on some sports betting? <laughs> could be a I problem. mean... To be clear, I have not lost the money yet. The money is still sitting in my account, just waiting for me to make the necessary bets to be able to put me over the uh, threshold, to, you know, to meet the minimum bet requirement to get my money back. Now, it's possible I could lose it all yeah. if I lost every single bet that I placed, but I'm not I'm not wagering big amounts. I'm, I'm doing 
piece by piece to try to get that usually, try to get that money back. Usually, people carry people over a threshold. Obviously, Mama Milton is carrying. Well, I didn't carry you over the threshold today because you were doing those popcorn parts. So <laughs> that wasn't gonna that wasn't gonna happen. And speaking of pop popcorn <laughs> popcorn farts. If you got plumbing issues, uh, be sure to call our friends at Bright House Plumbing for all of your plumbing needs. If you uh, are experiencing internal plumbing issues causing Touché. home plumbing issues, be sure to check out Bright House Plumbing at brighthouseco.com. They also offer junk removal as well as power washing services. Mm, nice. So if you've got, you know, you're doing some spring cleaning, maybe cleaning out that yeah. basement, garage, attic, um, they can hook you up with junk removal services as well as. Power washing, yeah, you know, the over the winter, the, yeah. the spring storms bring a lot of debris. Right. Uh, a new, a new uh, power wash job on that on that exterior mm -hmm. could really do do yep. wonders. So check them out at brighthouseco.com. You can submit a request for a quote online. They will get back to you immediately. I told you about the uh, water heater I had replaced. I wasn't trying to be, you know, Mr. Big Shot and call mm -hmm. my buddy Chris, who owns yeah. the company. I said, I'm just going to submit a normal quote like a regular guy on yeah. their website. Called me within 10 minutes. Uh, Jesse yeah. over at Bright House Co. Called me up, said, hey, when can I come out? He was there the next day. Took a look at my old water heater. Could tell, hey, this thing is past its useful life. Yeah. Gave me some great options on replacements. Had it installed that week. So great service, great prices. Uh, definitely for all your for all your plumbing needs, check out brighthouseco.com. Did you re uh, restore the new one with a full tank water heater? Did you one of those things that go up on the side of the wall? No, right? I did the full full uh, fit. We actually upgraded from a 40-gallon to a 50-gallon yeah, right. because I figured you do. your little you know, growing family. Yeah, as many you know, kids you got running in and out of the house nowadays. There's nothing worse than running out of hot water. Hey, tell me there about really it. Uh, and <laughs> that I got tiny house. <laughs> your tiny house is going to have a problem, I think, with plumbing. When we can get, well, I was concerned about how big a uh, water here you got. Well, we'll have to uh, get maybe get work. Bright House Plumbing out there and see what they can do um, do for you because I know you need a robust system to be able to handle all your robust. all your all your popcorn needs. You're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash again, broadcasting live hey, today, hey. special edition from yeah. the Miller Furniture Studios here in Kirkwood, Missouri. Looking outside the studio here, it's a beautiful day. Beautiful. In St. Louis, good day to go golfing. Unfortunately, I'm going to be working the rest of the day. It is tax season, so we got a lot going on uh, tax-wise. So I'll be in the office. Smash will be – what are you going to head over to Rosalita's afterwards, hang out on the patio, honestly, watch some March Madness? I was honestly thinking about that because I tell you, can we talk March Madness when we sure. come back? Yeah, when we come back, we're going to actually – since we've talked a lot about sports gambling, I'm going to get producer Dave's the savant. He's the – He is the sports savant. We're going to get stuff. his yes, his picks for the day yeah. and the four – Sweet 16 matchups we got. I'll tell you what action I've got cooking on mm -hmm. my uh, on my app, trying to mm -hmm. recoup my money. You're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash. Again, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios live today and presented by stltaxlawyer.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements.